the last word on business. With Fitzgerald Power, providing tailored accounting services to meet your business's needs. FitzgeraldPower.ie Lorcan Allen from the Business Post is with us. Lorcan, we probably would be discussing this story in a bit more detail if it wasn't for some other news today. But we have had some, is it mixed news on the grocery front? Prices are still rising, by, but not as much as they were. Yeah, I think the, the term mixed is probably a good way to describe it, Ian. Um, new figures today by Cantar, the research firm, show that the rate of food price inflation in the 12 weeks up to the middle of June stood at just under 16%, which is down slightly on the previous month's figures released by Cantar. So there is a small improvement there, but obviously uh, an inflation rate of 16% in food is still very high. Um, food inflation peaked at just over 17% back in April, but as energy costs come down, for food manufacturers, there there are small signs that maybe food price inflation will begin is beginning to moderate. Um, food, food prices are at their highest level in over a decade due due to the recent spike of inflation, and, and there's probably still a good bit of way to go uh, before we see prices stabilise. Most experts I speak to in the food industry believe it'll probably be the second half of the year, maybe closer to Christmas, before consumers start to see the recent falls in energy prices pass through the food supply chain uh, and make their way onto the shelves. So, mixed news, you know good signs that maybe early early signs that things are stabilizing but still quite a way to go before we see stabilization of food food price inflation and the figures also show that because people are seeing prices rise so much over the past year they're shifting away from the big consumer household name brands and into supermarkets own brands yeah, that's right. Um, I think that's, the, the, you know, the, the consumer behaviour aspect uh, and the impact it has is, is quite interesting. Cantar figures showing that own label food sa- sales are up almost 30% so far this year, which is not surprising. The other tr- trend, I suppose, that's emerged in the figures is that people are changing their shopping habits um, because, you know, rather than doing the big shop, they're doing what's known as little and often shopping where they they're have smaller basket sizes um, as they try and manage their budget during the week. Now, this story is interesting, and I think for a lot of people out there, it might be a little bit worrying because a company that supplied gift vouchers to lots of well-known and some pretty big shopping centres across the country, have they're not able to honour their cards right now. Yeah, um, this is a firm called uh, Peernet, uh, which is uh, regulated by the Lithuanian Central Bank. Quite a number of European-wide uh, financial institutions are, are regulated from Lithuania. Um, and this company... Uh, you know, it is something, as you say, Ian, that Irish consumers will be worried about because um, it issued prepaid gift cards on behalf of many of Ireland's largest shopping centres, such as Liffey Valley, Manton Point in Cork and the Square in Talla. Now, the Lithuanian Central Bank said this week that it had, re- it had revoked Pearnet's uh, electronic money licence to operate across the EU because of what it described as multiple systemic violations of legal acts. And the regulator said it intends to start bankruptcy proceedings against the payment firm next week. Importantly, I suppose, for consumers that hold gift cards for any of these shopping centres, the Lithuanian Central Bank said that all client funds are safeguarded in separate accounts and that Pearnet has been ordered to inform clients how it intends to return funds within the coming week. So people will, if you have these cards in the next couple of days, you still will be able to use them, yeah? Exactly. Your your, your funding should be uh, should be protected under under the Lithuanian Central Bank's uh, enforcement. Now we know the economy is at full employment. In fact, there's a shortage of workers, and the government are looking at ways today for companies out there who want to employ people from the non-European economic area that they don't have to get permits. Exactly. As you mentioned there, how, how tight the labour market is. 
uh, exceptionally tight at the minute. You know, there's meaning that there's often not enough workers in the country to do all of the work required. Um, and with unemployment at record low levels right now, almost every sector of the economy will tell you how difficult it is to get staff in Ireland today. Uh, and which has seen some considerable skills gap open up in various sectors. As a result, the government announced today it will review all occupations and sectors that are currently eligible for employment permits under the critical skills occupation list. So essentially, the, go- the government is urging businesses and stakeholder groups from any sector to submit which skills or op- occupations they believe are critically short, uh, are critical to the economy and currently in severely short supply. And based on these submissions, the government will then draw up a new list of skills and occupations occupations that are eligible to apply for fast-track visas and work permits to come to Ireland uh, from outside EU and work here. Now, it appears that we are all spending an awful lot more money in pennies or Primark as the company trades outside of Ireland, and it means that their profits are going to be even higher than expected. Yeah, Pennies continues to book all e-commerce trends in Ireland and the UK as it booked very strong growth over the spring months. Uh, sales of Pennies are, as you say, Primark, as it's known in the UK, increased 13% in the three months to the end of May to hit just under €2 billion Euros for that quarter. And the retailer, which is owned by Associated British Foods and recently opened a €16 million Euros store in Dundrum last week, attributed the strong growth to the strong, very strong demand for its summer ranges during the recent spells of warm weather, as as well as higher selling prices on average. And as a result of the double-digit growth, the retailer has upgraded its earnings outlook for its 2023 financial year and said it expects to make profits of around £1.5 billion this year. Yeah, and remember, as you said, it doesn't sell a whole lot online. In fact, bulk of it is sold through stores. Now, just one final story, and I'm sure many people would have followed Ryan Reynolds and Rob Delaney and their journey with Wrexham back into the Football League. But the Hollywood duo are spending their money on a new sport. Yeah, big news in the sport of Formula One today after it was announced a consortium of investors will take a 24% stake in Alpine, the Renault-backed Formula One team for around €200 million and that it is no ordinary consortium of investors among the group to buy into the French racing outfit are actors Ryan Reynolds and Rob McLenny who also own Wrexham Football Club as we know, but also Redbird Capital Partners, which is a private investment company that owns AC Milan and also holds a stake in Liverpool Football Club as well. Uh, Michael B. Jordan the US actor best known for the Creed films is also part of the consortium investing in Alpine so it's a, a very high profile um, newcomers into the world of Formula 1 which as we know has, has seen um, you know huge growth in popularity over the last number of years Yeah particularly in the United States and also through that Netflix Drive to Survive series the popularity in the US absolutely rocketing at the moment so there might be money to be made in it which is what Rob Delaney and Ryan Reynolds have done in the past with their businesses Thank you very much Lorcan Allen from the business post. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4 30.